Good morning. Day 43. Can you believe it? It's currently February the 12th here. I switched up the readings on you. We did the psalm first and then numbers. Do that for a couple of days. You can let me know if you like it or not. Complaining, complaining. Oh, the beginning of the complaints and the grumbling and then Moses' responses and... There is an awful lot. It, it took us a little bit to get here, but, you know, you, you get through a lot of the repetitiveness, a lot of the names and kind of all of those things. And, and then you move into, oh, here's, here's the... Here's the real story, right? <laughs> the things that we latch on to. And I think that's because there's so much more that we're able to relate to. Um, so anyway, hey, I, we're, we made it, right? This is going to be, this is almost like the fire hydrant. We have so many things that will come at us that you can take away uh, from each of our readings here, especially in the wilderness and um, there's the complaining of the people. There's Moses's responses to the complaining of the people. Um, there, there is God's provision and then God providing and then them still not obeying God because of their cravings. I mean, that was the big one today was the, the craving, the people complaining. Um, and still, I wanted to just mention this here. I always, I always find this important. For some reason, God recorded the names of the people in the Bible. Now, not all of them, right? There were uh, thousands and thousands, but um, the genealogies, I understand and I get how hard it is to get through. Um, but imagine if that was your genealogy. Imagine if you knew that one of your relatives was a descendant of one of, you know, the, the priestly tribe or something. That would change the way in which you would read through that genealogy. And I think uh, sometimes we feel like we're very disconnected from it. But remember, the genealogies carry us through because the genealogies really are, they become placeholders for the promises of God. And that's why we have the genealogy even in the book of Matthew, because it's that that genealogy that kind of pulls all of the genealogies together and sets Christ as the end all final fulfillment of the promises of God's promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the blessing of all nations comes through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. <clears throat> and so, excuse me. So there, um, you know, so I, I wanted, I wanted to get that there and I wanted to encourage you. We made it through, um, many of them. Now there's, there's more coming up. Okay. But, um, I want that to stand out to you. I want you to remember, hey, it may be a couple of days where we get through these things, but then all of a sudden it's like, bam, you know, numbers 11 to 13. There is a lot here. There's a lot here. And so chapter 11 starts with the people complaining. Uh, did I did I beget them that you should say to me, carry them on your bosom? So the people begin to complain. Moses goes, wait a minute. Why am I supposed to be leading these people? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't beget them. They aren't my children. 
why am, why am I having to carry them? So even Moses is in this place of displeasure. Um, and there is this amazing relational development there, there, you know, this is growing pains, isn't it? I mean, I've been using the word a lot, the phrase a lot. Um, myself personally, I feel like I'm going through more growing pains. I always think about my son as, you know, he's, I guess he's, he's almost six now and he'll be six in March and his little body, man, when, when it is shooting up, I can tell because he talks about how his, you know, his, his bones are hurting a little bit and he starts to get bruises all over his knees because he trips everywhere and he runs into walls and, you know, there's, there are these outcrops of this growth process and in many ways, the Lord is causing it to happen. I mean, the wilderness wandering, the 40 years in the wilderness are, are years of growth. It's, it's God's teaching the, some of the same lessons over and over and over again. You can depend on me. You can trust in me. I can provide for you. I'm the one that will provide for you. The land, if I say that it's yours, it is yours. If you lift up your rod, I will, I will conquer the nations before you. I mean, these constant, constant lessons of learning that are here. And so once again, today is one of those, you had a massive amount of things in here. Is there anything that you highlighted? Is there anything that really stood out to you? Um, do you relate a little bit more with Moses? Do you, re do you relate more with the people that are grumbling and complaining? And then um, the, the quail that's sent, right? <laughs> so there's this whole interaction of the people complaining that there's not enough food. Then Moses pleads with the Lord. The Lord says, I, I've heard your cry. I'm going to send you meat, not just for a day, but for a whole month. And it's almost like the Lord in his sense of humor. I'm going to give you so much meat. It's going to be coming out of your nostrils. You're going to be so sick of eating meat after this, after this month that you won't complain anymore about it. But they complain about something else anyway. <laughs> so God gives them this quail and inside of giving it to them, he still expects self-control. I mean, there, there were some that, as soon as they gathered it all, it was, it was, this is, I think one of, one of the examples of, of gluttony that we first have here, they literally, you know, completely just indulge themselves to the point of, um, not, not having any restraint on their own behalf. And so Caleb quiets the people before Moses and he says, let us go up at once and we'll take possession for we're well able to overcome it. Then we have this land. They come in to spy out the land of Canaan, this promised land that they are so close to and yet still so far away. They're so far away in terms of the years and the amount of time that it's going to take to get there. And so that whole thing I want to leave for next week because not next week for tomorrow morning, because chapter 14 kind of continues the response of what's happening with the people. You know, there's two different perspectives of the land that comes out. The same people go into the same land. They look at the same things and one sees very differently than the other. Lots of lessons to be learned there. So for me, what is, 
what it, what was mine this morning? I think that mine was I, I'm a big season guy. I I love to pick up on the word season in the Bible. There was a point where when they look into the land, they said it was the season of the first ripe grapes. And before they get to the land of Canaan, um, it seems to be that there's this there's this season of of not having the luxuries that were in the land of Egypt that became a land of bondage to them. So much so that they began to miss the good things of the land and almost treated this wilderness, this place of God bringing them out as, as a worse place than simply being in Egypt. And for me, and I think for a lot of people, I don't know, I like to speak for myself. For me, when I am in times of wilderness or in times where there, there doesn't seem to be much, um, much indulgence, I guess I should say, not, not in a bad word, but just th- there's not a lot of overflow. It's just more of like going through the motions, you know, just kind of chugging along. Um, it is easy. It's easy to look at the the pleasures that other people have, to look at pleasures that were there in the past and kind of not live there in the present. And really that's denying the season that God has me in. And so as I was reading this this morning in the beginning of this wilderness, you know, man, it's like, how many times have I read through this? And I still, I still find myself, I'm in one more of those seasons and I still find myself longing for more. And for me, I think this morning, my cry to the Lord is I want to, I want to do my seasons differently. I think I've seen a lot of growth in my life through the seasons I used to really despise the winter time. I still have a hard time with the winter, but I mean, it was, man, as soon as it started to get cold, I just, I just couldn't take very much of it. And I would get depressed and, and just be grumpy all the time and everything would be off. And I was challenged by this a number of years ago. And I really, I really want to do better at leaning into the seasons that the Lord has me in. And I think for me, that's the, that's what's been a game changer for me is realizing that at the end of all of this, because of the sovereignty of my God, the seasons that he brings into my life, he's the one that brings them in, right? If I'm able to rest on the promise that I am the Lord Jesus Christ. I have been bought by his blood. He promises that none will be able to snatch me out of his hand. If I am his, then I ought to be able to rest in whatever it is that he sees fit to bring me through in life. And not only ought I ought I be resting, but I ought to be learning and growing in the times of the seasons that he has me in. And so... Uh, this was a good encouragement because we forget about these things very quickly, right? Um, I'm I'm happy with the progress that I've made in the season of winter that I'm in, but I want to do better. You know, I still want I still want to grow in these things. So for me, that's that's what it is. It's kind of I leaned into this this season thing, this season of the wilderness that they're in, and they weren't really there in the wilderness with God. They were either looking back or they were looking ahead. 
and and the looking ahead is just as noted from the quail that came down and the uh, the abundant gluttony right it's like they're so eager to get out of where they are that as soon as there is an abundance they just completely indulge themselves it's like all self control is gone um and boy oh boy i don't know about you but i can relate with that and uh and so i want to i want to continue to grow in my leaning into seasons and my trusting in god for the seasons of life that he brings me in and i want to do those things well i mean there's so much here that moses is learning about his dealing with the people and his place in leadership and that the people that are complaining about moses's place of leadership when they start questioning him they learn very quickly they're not really questioning moses they're questioning god and then we're going to see times where god does deal with moses because he he is doing some things wrong you know we, we didn't see that here at first he, moses wasn't doing anything wrong and they they kind of came against him you know miriam and and there was that there was that who is this moses guy you know we we can prophesy just as much as he can as soon as the the spirit of the Lord is on others. There's this like contention that happens and uh, woo, life relationship lessons, huh? I hope we can keep learning and growing from these things. I don't know. I want to know. I want to know what's what stuck out to you. That was me. My big thing is that season thing. It always, always has been and always will be. I want to, I want to be really, I want to lean into the seasons of life and I want to learn and take all that is available for me uh, that the Lord has for me in those things and the wilderness wanderings here. I think really press into that point. Um, so, hey, you can go to allenwood.church and just go into the comments section. Joe, I saw yours. Thank you so much for doing that. I greatly appreciate it. The first one, 43 days. Um, I, I would I would love to be a little bit more interactive with this. So if you're around, you, you have access on your phone or on a computer and you'd love to kind of type in and, and uh, just share with me a little bit of where the Lord's kind of meeting you in the readings and, and in these short little devos afterwards, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, regardless of that, remember in our readings, we have uh, the couple of videos that the Bible reading plan that we're using has put out uh, through the book of Numbers. There's three or four there. Um, so you can you can keep watching them. I mean, we still have some, we still have a good number of days getting through numbers here uh, through the rest of this week and into the next and that is all I have for you today. So more and more lessons to be learned. Continue plugging along. May the Lord meet you today. May you meet him today. Remember to draw close and he promises to draw near as well. God bless you. I love you. And I will talk to you in the morning and maybe we can get this a little bit more of a, of a transaction happening. That would be awesome. God bless you.